Welcome to episode 14 of Using Your Brain for Success, the show that's all about helping you build a better life by using your brain the right way. I'm Liam Naden, and I'm glad you're here. You know, I'm sure the reason you've been listening to this podcast is not just out of curiosity or to fill in some time because you're bored. No, you're here because you want to improve your life in some way. Now, of course, virtually everyone would say that they want a better life, but very few people are prepared to do much about actually getting it. So they live in fear, stress and worry, just hoping that somehow things might change and that they might strike it lucky someday but generally feeling that life is out of their control and that they just have to accept the way things are. But if you're listening to this, then I'm sure that you're one of the few who not only wants a better life, but you're prepared to do something about it. You're willing to take action. And that puts you in the minority. And I really congratulate you for that. However, one of the things that saddens me is that most of the time, it seems, that even if we're willing to take action to improve our life, we're given the wrong information on what to do. And that leads to a life of struggle. And you know, perhaps we might achieve things in some areas, but if we're given the wrong information, it doesn't matter how hard we try, we're still not going to achieve the success that we really want. And that was my life for years, struggling to find the answers to being happy and successful and in control of my life, but never being able to find something that really worked and that did give me what I really wanted. And I tried prayer and religion and motivation, hard work, education, self-help, including changing my beliefs, working on my subconscious mind, reciting affirmations, having hypnosis and thinking positive. And I even tried spiritual practices and methods such as meditation. But none of these things really gave me consistent results. And it was only when I tried a completely different approach to how I managed myself and my life that I really got the success and happiness that I was looking for. And of course, what I realized is that the key to success and failure is not in any technique or method, but in how you use your brain. It's whether you're using your brain naturally, the way it's designed to be used, keeping you in the true flow of life and expressing who you really are or whether you're using it the wrong way so that it brings you problems, stress and frustration, and where you're actually fighting against life and your experience of it. Because as you'll know from previous episodes, your brain is simply a machine. It's the most powerful machine ever created, but it's still just a machine. And like any machine, you don't get problems when it's working properly. You only get problems when you're using it the wrong way. Right, but one of the things I encountered continuously in my search for success and fulfillment was this whole idea of goals and goal setting. And it's so deeply ingrained into all of us that if you want to succeed, you must have goals. Because all of the great achievers in the world are, or appear to be, they're the ones who set goals and they work towards achieving them. So a major key to success is to set a goal and work towards it, we're told. You must create action plans and work lists for your goals and take continuous action. And there have been countless books written and and seminars and workshops created around the whole idea of goal setting and goal achievement. And they're all built on the idea that goals are vital to your success. You need to have them and you need to work on them. And so for me, when I was seeking success, this is of course what I did with goal setting. 
I read the books. I went to seminars on goal setting, and I learned a lot of different goal setting systems and methods. And for years, I spent a lot of my time and energy in creating and working on my goals. But here's the thing. When I got really honest with myself, I realized that goal setting simply wasn't working for me. Well, not consistently. I mean, of course, I did achieve some of the goals I set myself, but actually the percentage of my successes, if I'm really honest, was very low, surprisingly low. You know, I'd sit down and write out what I wanted, but I never, or at least not very often, I never got what I was really aiming for. And of the goals that I did reach, even fewer of them really made me happy or gave me the feelings of success and control in my life that I was really after. And when I realized that goals weren't actually working for me consistently, I started to have a look around. And I saw that for ne nearly everyone else, they weren't having much success achieving their goals either. And let me ask you, what's your experience with goal setting actually been? I mean, if you're really honest, isn't it true that most of the goals you've tried to reach, you actually haven't? Perhaps you might have given up or decided to do something else. Or you could have got tired with the struggle or felt disillusioned. But for whatever reason, you spent all that time and effort and all of the stress and worry that came with it, and you never actually achieved what you started out to achieve. And isn't that really sad? Because, you know, for most people setting goals and trying to achieve them, it's a struggle rather than a joy. And I'm sure you'd agree that struggle is just not a fun way to live your life. Okay, so I decided to do some serious research into the whole area of goal setting. And what I discovered, and this was confirmed both in my own life and my own results, and the results I was seeing other people get, what I discovered is there was something even more interesting and profound about goal setting than I realized. And that what that is, is the problem wasn't actually in setting goals, because goal setting can and does work. But the problem was in how the goals are set. And in other words, if you go about the process of setting your goals in the wrong way, you're not going to achieve them. Or if by chance, and it will be by chance, if by chance you do, then you're not going to feel happy anyway. And then you're going to get on this miserable merry-go-round, which I've been on, of struggling to reach a goal. And then when you get it, you feel dissatisfied. And you ask yourself, is this all there is? And the only pleasure you seem to get is by setting another goal and getting into the same game of struggle to try and achieve it. But you know, there's another way. And instead of struggling to achieve a goal and either not reaching it or not being happy if you do, there's a way to set goals so that you not only do reach them every single time, and you not only feel truly fulfilled when you reach it, but you also enjoy the journey along the way, where the process of achieving the goal is fun, enjoyable, stress-free, and deeply fulfilling, and where it works 100% of the time, guaranteed, no exceptions. And that's what I want to share with you in this podcast to show you the right way to set goals so that you can achieve any goal that you set with certainty and above all with ease without stress or frustration. And once you know the difference, once you begin to set goals in the right way, you can really start living the life you want to live. Now you'll know from previous episodes that biologically your existence here on the planet is not meant to be a struggle. And despite all of the things you've heard about there being some virtue in struggle, and that being a hero is, by, is achieved by struggling, overcoming adversity, and, and defying the odds, you'll know that this simply isn't true. 
because there is actually nothing good about struggle. Struggle harms you and it takes you away from your purpose, which is to thrive. Because you can't be creative or imaginative or resourceful, intuitive, strong. And you certainly can't be truly compassionate and loving towards others when you're weighed down by stress, worry, fear and frustration. You're never at your best when you're struggling. You're only at your best when you're flowing with life rather than battling against it. So the same is true of goal setting. Setting and achieving goals is not meant to be a struggle either. And if you're struggling with setting and achieving goals, if they're causing you problems in any way, then you're simply going about it the wrong way. But when you go about it the right way, it's going to work for you, I promise. All right, well, let's dive into goal setting and look at the right and wrong way to do it. But first, you might be thinking, hang on, Liam, is there really a way to guarantee 100% that I will achieve any goal that I set? What if I set a goal to, say, win a gold medal at the Olympics or become a billionaire by next week or have a, or have a major health problem disappear instantly? Surely these things are impossible. Well, of course, these things probably are impossible for you. But here's the interesting thing. Why is it that most of the goal setting wisdom out there is telling you that they're not impossible? Because what most goal setting wisdom says is that you can achieve any goal that you set yourself, any goal, when it isn't true. Or perhaps the argument would be, well, of course, you can't achieve any goal. All right. But if you're being told you can achieve any goal just by setting a goal and then you're told but you can't achieve some goals, that's really a contradiction of ideas, isn't it? Because on the one hand, we're told that the key to getting what you want and being happy and successful is to have goals and achieving them, and you can achieve them. And on the other hand, we're being told that goal setting doesn't always work. Okay, so you're going to be thinking perhaps, well, of course, no one can guarantee that you reach a goal. No one is promising that you'll reach any goal, especially if it isn't realistic. But by having a goal, you increase your chances of being successful. So it's definitely worthwhile to have a goal rather than not have a goal. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm actually not interested in trying something that just gives me a, a better chance of success. I'd been doing that most of my life. I don't want to waste my time and energy on something that only works some of the time, if at all. I'm only interested in finding something that works all of the time. That's the truth. And for it to be the truth, it has to be something that works 100% of the time for 100% of the people who try it. You know, I used to think that there wasn't anything that could work 100% of the time, at least when it came to removing problems in life and achieving success. But I've come to realize that that isn't true either. And that just as gravity ensures that everything physical falls downward every single time, predictably and without exception, there's also a law of success that works equally predictably and without exception. And just like the law of gravity, it works without exception for every person. And that's no matter what that person thinks, or what technique they use, or who they are, or how they might try and overcome it. And of course, it's all to do with the brain and how you use your brain. Okay, so as I said earlier, if you set goals and don't achieve them, if you struggle to achieve goals, and if by some chance you do achieve them and they don't make you happy, then these are all signs that you're using the goal setting process and your brain the wrong way. In fact, struggling with goals is actually a protection mechanism from your brain. It's actually trying to protect you and prevent you 
from reaching that goal, from getting the very thing that you want. Struggle is your brain trying to tell you that it's the wrong goal, that it's something that's not in your best interest for you to have, and that it's not going to help you thrive and be happy, even if you think it does or will. Now, to understand this idea, think about something that at some time in your past you wanted really badly. Something that you put a lot of effort into trying to get. And so you said your affirmations, you visualized having it, you wrote down your goal, you created action plans, and you took massive action to try and achieve it. And you struggled, you battled, and you fought to reach your goal, but you never did. And you look back on the goal later, though, perhaps several years later, and you thought, wow, thank goodness I never got that. That would have been a terrible mistake. It seemed right at the time, but in hindsight, oh, it would have been the worst thing that could happen to me. Now, maybe it was a marriage or relationship that you, at the time, you desperately wanted to work. Or maybe it was a job or a business deal that you wanted. Or you could have even perhaps wanted to win a contest or, or achieve recognition in some way. And at the time, you really wanted it. You thought it would be amazing if you could achieve it. You thought it would make your life fantastic. You thought it would take away your problems, make your life a joy. But you never got it. And your life went in a different direction instead. And sometime later, you were reminded of that goal that you had had and you thought, oh, I'm so glad that didn't happen. That would have been a disaster. What a relief that I didn't stay married to that person or get in, or marry that person. Or that I didn't get that job or do that business deal that I thought I really wanted. It just wouldn't have worked. In fact, it would have created a nightmare. And knowing what I do now with the benefit of hindsight and seeing how much better my life has turned out, I'm so glad it didn't happen. So isn't it true that you're glad that goal setting didn't work for you in this instance? And perhaps you can think of several things in your life that could be described in this way. So in all of these instances, or whatever you've thought of, when you look back, doesn't it feel or didn't it feel a bit like something or someone was protecting you? That something or someone knew better than you did? And it's almost a bit humbling to think of it like that, isn't it? To think, well, hmm, maybe there's something going on in my life that I'm not aware of. Well, the point is that being prevented from achieving the wrong goals is a natural process. It's your brain's way of protecting you. If you don't achieve a goal, and even if you're struggling to reach a goal, then these are signs from your brain that it's simply the wrong goal. It's as if your brain is saying to you, this is the wrong goal. It's not what you want or need to thrive. And if you're still going to go ahead and try and reach it, I'm going to do my best to make sure you don't. And I'm going to throw obstacles in your way. I'm going to give you problems and stress so that hopefully you're going to give up on this goal, this thing that you is not good for you. So all of this leads to one inevitable conclusion, and it's the answer to achieving every goal that you set 100% of the time and without struggle or stress either. And that is make sure you only set the right goals. I'll say that again. Just make sure you only set the right goals. That's all you have to do. Just make sure that the goals you set for yourself are 100% the right goals for you. And then nature, through the power of your brain, is going to get to work to bring it to you. No stress, no struggle. Effort, yes, but it will be joyful effort, not struggle, and there's a big difference. And what you want is going to be delivered to you. Because these are the goals that are going to make you thrive and be your best. Not just when you reach them, but along the way to reaching them as well.
In other words, they're the things that are in harmony with your true self and the life of being the best you can be that you are supposed to live. Now, this makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, if you're designed to live a life being the best you can be, then surely that means not trying to force a square peg into a round hole by going after something that doesn't help you be that. But unfortunately, this is what so many people do, and I did it myself for many years. I kept thinking that if I could just reach this goal, I would be happy and successful. And I didn't really think too hard about whether the goal was really right or not. Success to me, and for so many people, was in the achievement, not the questioning of what the goal actually was. Okay, you're asking, well, how do I know what the right goal is? After all, there have been times when I've been really certain that the goal I've set in my life was right for me. I've set goals for things I really wanted, that I was determined to get, that I would have done anything to achieve, that took me right out of my comfort zone that I put a huge effort into. And they seemed exactly the right goal for me at the time, but I still didn't get it. Or perhaps you have goals like that right now. Perhaps there's something in your life that you really want and that you feel in your bones is right. But you're struggling and you're not making progress and it's causing you stress and problems. And you're determined, you're committed, and you're telling yourself positive things like, I'm going to get this, I must get this, I refuse to admit failure. We talked a little bit about this in the last episode when we were talking about positive thinking. Okay, so... If this is the case, how do you know then if a goal is the right one? Well, I'm going to share with you how to know if a goal is the right one with you shortly, and it's actually pretty simple. But first, it's important to realize that by far the most important thing you need to spend your time and effort on with your goals is not on working to achieve the goal, it's on working to know if it's the right goal for you. I'll repeat that again. By far the most important thing you need to spend your time and effort on with your goals is not on working to achieve the goal, it's on working to know if it's the right goal. And by the way, this is the thing that virtually all of the books and seminars on goal setting, at least the ones I've read or been to, they seem to miss this. They just say, decide what you want, and here are a whole lot of ways on how to get it. But they miss the point entirely. They don't show you how to decide what you want. The assumption is... Well, you can just pick any goal pretty much, and if you use this XYZ process that I'm showing you, then you can achieve it. And of course, that just sets up your brain in a mindset of hope and determination that actually pushes you away from the goal. I'll explain why this is shortly. So the truth is that you don't need to know how to achieve a goal at all. You just need to know what the right goal is, the real goal, and allow the how of how to get it to show up. And you do this by using your brain the right way. Because when you use your brain the right way, you're automatically going to set the right goals and you will achieve them. 100% of the time. No exceptions. It's the way the natural world of which you are a part is designed. Because when you're using your brain the right way, you're allowing your brain to do what is best for you. To maximize the chances of survival, which are when you're at your best. And that also means, when you look at it logically, without stress or struggle. Because both of those things, stress and struggle, they weaken you and therefore reduce your chances for survival. And if you use your brain the wrong way, you're going to set the wrong goals. And you're going to struggle to achieve the wrong things. And again, as I mentioned earlier, this is also your brain working against you, if you like, to try to protect you. 
It's saying to you, look, you've set the wrong goal, so I'm going to do everything I can to make sure you don't get it. I'm going to make you struggle. I'm going to bring you problems and obstacles. And instead of helping you, I'm going to fight you every step of the way because it's the wrong goal. It's not going to make you happy. It's not going to make you the best you can be. OK, so what is the right and wrong way to use your brain and the way to tell the difference so that you can set the right goal and achieve it smoothly and joyfully and having it enhance your enjoyment of life rather than setting the wrong goal so that you have a lifetime of struggle, pain, frustration and emptiness inside? Well, you'll remember from previous episodes that your brain actually creates for you one of two mental and emotional states one in which you thrive and one in which you stop thriving to fight off a danger. So when you're in your normal natural state, you thrive. And I call it your natural creative state because it's the way you're supposed to be most, if not all of the time. And here you're in the natural flow of life. It's when your brain is continually bringing you the circumstances, situations, events, ideas, actions and people for you to be the best you can be, including your happiest. And it's in this state that your creativity, your resourcefulness and your awareness are functioning fully. But if your brain is telling you there's a threat to your well-being or survival, then it has a mechanism to defend you against that threat. And it's called your fight-flight-freeze state, where your awareness, your clear thinking, your creativity and your actual vibrancy, they're all shut down. And all of your energy is diverted to identify the danger and react to it and fight it off. And this is when you feel stressed, worried and afraid, because all of that negative emotion is just a warning signal from your brain that it thinks you're facing a threat. So let me ask you a question. How good are you going to be at knowing exactly what you want and need for your highest good, let alone how to get it? How good are you going to be at that when your full awareness, your creativity, your imagination, when they're all shut down? when you're not able to see the big picture, but when your whole focus is on reacting, fighting, and trying to remove a pain or a threat. Well, you won't be able to do it, will you? You simply won't be able to see what's really right for you. All you're able to do, all of your brain is able to do, is what it's supposed to do in that situation. It's looking for the answer to the question, what's the fastest way to get rid of this threat and remove the pain I'm feeling right now? And the answers you will get that your brain will give you will only ever be and can only ever be quick fixes. So it says to you, well, smoke something, eat something, drink, drink something, which isn't good for you, but will make you feel better right now. Or switch on the TV and watch something mindless but entertaining. Or shout at someone. Or beg God to help you. Or even trying to tell yourself that the most obvious solution, which appears the most obvious anyway to this part of your brain, is the right one. So, for example, if your marriage is in trouble, then the answer appears to be to fix it. Now, that might be the most obvious answer, and it certainly will be if you're in a lot of emotional pain. But how do you know it's the right answer? Well, you can never know if you're in survival state when you're feeling stressed about it and therefore blocking out your full awareness of your situation. And by the way, in case you're faced with this issue in your marriage, remember that working on your marriage is never actually going to save it. In fact, working on anything will never save it. The only way you can save something is to work on yourself. And that's why my marriage saving programs are so effective, because they focus on fixing you rather than your spouse or your marriage. And once you fix you, in other words, once you start using your brain the right way, 
then everything else in your life gets fixed as well. We've looked at quick fixes in previous episodes, and you'll see that all quick fixes are actions taken in trying to reach the wrong goal. And while they might make you feel better in the moment, they'll never solve your problem or help you actually reach your goal. They'll only do the opposite. So you can see from this that the only way you can set the right goal is when you're using the full resources of your brain. And that only comes when you're in your natural creative state. Because that's when you, the only way you can really see what the right goal is. And I mean really the right goal. Right, but how do you know when a goal that you have comes from your natural creative state and therefore is right for you and that you will achieve it because you're designed to? How do you know it's not from your survival state? Well, there are some ways to tell. So think of a goal that you have for a moment, something right now that you really want, or at least that you think you want. And maybe it's something you've been working towards for a while. So I'm not talking here about just a wish, something that you just think would be nice to have, but a real goal, something you've already taken some action towards achieving, something that you really want and you're working towards. And as you think of that goal, if you've got it in mind, ask yourself these questions. Firstly, does it make logical sense for you to have this goal, but deep down something doesn't feel quite right, that makes you feel a little bit unsure about it, even just a little bit? Secondly, would achieving this goal remove some pain from your life? Or thinking that achieving this goal, does it make you think you would remove some pain in your life? Perhaps it's healing your marriage or making you more money or giving you a job that you think will make you happy when you're not in a jo job that you're happy with right now. The third question, would you be sad or upset if you didn't reach the goal? How would you feel if you didn't reach it? The next question, are you afraid of the consequences of what you think might happen to you or others that you care about if you didn't reach the goal? And the next question, do you have any doubts at all that you might reach the goal? And when you think about this goal, does it give you any feelings of anxiety or frustration? And the last question, have you encountered any resistance or problems in trying to reach the goal? And I don't mean obstacles and things that you have to deal with and work that you have to do, but real problems, problems that are extremely difficult and create enormous stress and just don't seem to go away. Well, if your answers to any or all of these questions is yes, then I can tell you one thing for sure. It's the wrong goal. It's a goal that you have set for yourself when you're in your survival state, when you've been stressed and worried and wanting something to happen that you think would make you happy and take you out of your current pain. But because of this, it's a goal that you have set when you have blocked your ability to see what is truly best for you, what you truly want, and therefore to see what your true goals really should be. Because a true goal, when you have a goal that's right for you, really right, it comes not from wanting something, but from knowing that you're going to get it. I'll repeat that. A true goal is something that comes not from wanting it, but from knowing that you're going to get it. And there's a huge difference. When you know you're going to get something, stress, worry and doubt are replaced by calm and peace. It's where you feel your true power and where, instead of doubting and worrying that you might not get it, you're excited and grateful because you know it's on the way. You just know it. You know there are things you don't know about how to get it, but somehow you just know that one day it will be yours. Now, perhaps you've experienced something like this in your own life. 
And when you looked at your partner or spouse and you knew that they were the one for you, or when you walked into that house and you knew that you were going to buy it, even though it was a price way above what you could afford. You see, we've been led to believe that the magic in a, is in the achieving of a goal, not in deciding what the goal is. So everywhere we look, we're given the message, if you work hard enough, if you struggle, if you never give up, if you keep going, if you refuse to accept defeat, you will achieve your goal. You will triumph over adversity and you will feel and be a success. And it doesn't really matter what the goal is. And of course, this story of overcoming adversity and struggle to achieve success, this is something society has conditioned us to celebrate. But it's not how things really work, at least not in the natural world of which we are a part. And all it really does is commit people to a life of unhappiness, struggle, and never truly living to their full potential or being the best and happiest they can be. Because it does matter what the goal is. In fact, that's the only thing that matters. You know, we really have been sold short about success and failure in life and the part that goals play in achieving that. Because here's the truth. You're not a failure when you don't achieve a goal. Failure is trying to achieve the wrong goal. So if you want to guarantee that you achieve every single goal you ever set for yourself and without frustration or struggle, then just make sure you set the right goals and only the right goals. And the only way you can do that is to make sure that the only time you ever set a goal or work towards it is when you're in your natural creative state. When you're using your brain so that it unlocks all of your awareness, all of your resourcefulness, so that you see clearly exactly what the right goal is for you. And that, of course, is when you're free of stress, fear, worry, anxiety and frustration. And if you do that, you'll be amazed not only at the goals you actually set, but how easily and joyfully you achieve them. And this is why neurostate rebalancing is so powerful. Because with neurostate rebalancing, you put your brain in your natural creative state so that you see very clearly what the right goals for you actually are. And you see the right actions to take to achieve them. And instead of having stress, fear and anxiety cloud your thinking and bring you problems in your life, you move from a state of wanting and needing to a state of knowing and acceptance. And you just do what needs to be done the right thing at the right time to allow what you want to come into your life. And you can find out more about this powerful process, neurostate rebalancing, and how to use it on my website, liamnaden.com. So now that you know the truth about goal setting and how you can really make goals work for you in your life, rather than feeling you have to fight for them, just bring your attention fully to the present moment. And remind yourself again of just who you really are. You're an expression of an intelligence that really is infinite in its power. And it must be infinite because the universe is infinite. And there's something intelligent holding it all together. There's nothing random about anything. Nothing happens by accident. And the more you expand your awareness, in other words, the more you use your brain the right way, the more you see this, the more you see things as they really are. And the more you know and understand that this perfection is what underpins everything that exists, including you. And you have a connection to this infinite intelligence, the force that is guiding and directing everything around and within you in this and every moment. And that connection is your brain. Your brain is itself virtually limitless in its power. It has the resources to show you exactly what you want and need to be your best. 
and it has the ability to create it for you. In fact, your brain doesn't just have the ability, that's its job. Your brain is the machine designed to bring you and keep you at your best, to thrive. And if you're not at your best, if you're not thriving, you're simply using your brain the wrong way. And all of that stress, worry and fear, all that is doing is interfering with the natural process of your brain machine and causing it to malfunction and create problems in your life. So you have to be prepared to use your brain a different way. You have to be prepared to let go and trust that there's a part of your brain that knows the answers when you don't think you do. It's beyond your thoughts. It's so much more powerful than that. You know, you could think of your brain and your life like this. Imagine there's a small boy who rushes in from playing on the street with his friends just before dinner and he says to his mother, please can I have the money to go and get an ice cream? And his mother says, no, it's dinner time. And besides, ice cream isn't good for you and you can't get something you want just by asking for it, so you can't have it. But the little boy pleads with his mother. He begs, cries, screams, tries to argue and rationalise. Please, he says, please mum, my friends are all getting ice creams. I'll never ask for anything again. I promise I'll eat my dinner. It's not fair. You're so mean. I really want this and you just won't give it to me. You don't care about me. But no matter what the boy says or does, his mother knows the truth. She knows what is best for her son and she wants to do what is best for him. And that letting him have an ice cream is not going to teach him any lessons about life and how you get what you want or in any way help him. Your brain, your full brain, the brain that is connected to the infinite intelligence, it's like your mother. It knows what's best for you. And it doesn't want to give you anything else despite what you think when you're in a worried or stressed state. But when you block that connection by being in your survival state, by using your brain the wrong way, you're like the little boy. You can't see what's best for you, and you're stressed, worried, needy, demanding, and upset trying to get something that's just a quick fix, not something that is truly going to enhance your life. So make the commitment to yourself that you're going to put your energy and focus into discovering who you really are. When you do, you make your goals work for you rather than you having to struggle against them because they are always going to be the right goals. And you know with certainty that for every goal you set, you are going to achieve it and you're going to also enjoy every step, which is of course your life, along the way. Well, that's all for this episode of Using Your Brain for Success. I look forward to sharing more with you about who you really are and the enormous power of your brain. If you'd like to learn more about how to use your brain the right way and become the master of your own life, please check out Neurostate Rebalancing, which you can find out on my website, liammaden.com. On my website, you'll also find a goal-setting exercise based on the ideas that I've covered in this podcast. And you'll find it under this episode, which is episode 14, of the podcast section. Well, let's continue our journey together again soon. And bye for now.